Hi, and welcome to my first test run podcast. My name is Jessica. I am a licensed social worker, LMSW in New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, as well as the founder of Naturally Beautiful Hair Care, um, which is a business that I started now 11, over 11 years ago to provide a holistic approach to hair care and wellness. And what I found um, as a social worker creating a natural hair business is that the underlying drive, the underlying force that, or theme that impacts both of those worlds, which seemingly seem separate, was healing and empowerment. I um, see so many connections and I've actually... Um, feel that there are so many layers <laughs> to the uh, natural beauty industry and particularly for women of color, men and women of color. And it's also what got me in, in the industry to begin with. Everything that I do, every passion, every drive that I have is based out of my own personal walking experience and finding that there was a need for it. When I decided that I wanted to embrace my own natural hair, I was getting a master's degree um, at Columbia University in school in social work. Had many courses. I already had a bachelor's in social work uh, the year before, so I was um, in my master's program and realizing how emotional it was, how much mental capacity my hair and images of beauty were all connected. How it spilled over into uh, providing for myself with employment, um, presenting myself as a professional woman who was quote-unquote educated. Um, I had to really, like, consider and evaluate my hair. Um, I know there are many women now who have talked about this. This is many, many stories. And so I I, um, don't need to... (laughs) <laughs> go over all the details and all, all of that. I think many people understand that process, what that feels like. But um, the reason why I even felt that I wanted to do this as a, as a business, well, first of all, <laughs> a lot of it had come from my childhood interest in hair. Um, I truly, absolutely believe that as I've said in a live on my personal page before, we are multifaceted, multi-layered human beings. We have multiple gifts and talents. And if you dig deep enough, you will find there is a common theme. You always, so my model is always go deeper. Because what you see on the surface is not always that. There's always another layer, just like an onion. So when I, when I, you know, oh, beauty industry and some people are, you know, their, their perception of an industry may be, you know, limited because that's not, they, that's just their perception based on their own experiences. But when I knew I'm entering into an industry as an owner, from my perspective of being a woman um, who was, you know, going through my own mental transformation, my own um, need of validation on my beauty, uh, wanting to embrace who I was culturally and 
on this holistic path where I wanted to toss out chemicals and, and things that weren't good for my body, things that was just were not good for me. And so I decided that this, this, this was the walk that I was taking, but I had to deprogram and and really confront and face some of these things that I never thought that I would have to confront and face. So, you know, seeing myself in the mirror without a weave, without a perm, just bare, just <laughs> making peace with my chubby face. Because now you're, t- you're going into body image. Um, and there's a lot of covering up that I didn't even realize that I was doing. Sometimes we realize this. We just don't, we just don't think it's significant until it is. And I said, I can't even hide behind hair. <laughs> I literally have to confront and face myself. And, um, and that really signaled to me, mind you, I, mental health had been my training. I was getting a master's. I already had a bachelor's degree, a four year educational, um, experience getting the bachelor's in social work and going through all the coursework in psychology and sociology and you know developing the mind and things cultural and getting this master's on top of that um was an indicator that this is this is something worth pouring energy into so once I had it already had an interest in doing it as a quote-unquote side hustle because that's what we would categorize, you know, something that wasn't in high, held in high esteem, such as an education from Columbia in a field that would get you a job that would, you know, you, you reduce something down to a side hustle. But that side hustle was like, no, honey, we're not going to be a side hustle. <laughs> this is something that is significant. When women are seeking you out, when women are finding, including myself, my own personal experience sitting in the chair, um, as transformative, as extremely valuable, as therapeutic, as healing. I said, well, this is something I want to pour energy into. Besides getting compensated for this, this is fueling my spirit. This is fueling other women. Um, and it's funny because I said, I want to do this as a you know supplemental income. Not because, oh, I want to... Um, have the hottest hairstyle. I, I want to do the most fashionable hairstyle. It, my reason for even doing hair care services in the very first place was I want to help other women appreciate, manage, and deal with or accept their natural hair. Because I see as a person going through this, that this is needed. That is exactly the conversation that I had with myself. And it's similar because that is the exact conversation that I had with myself when I realized that I wanted to do something that was therapeutic. When I was like in high school, maybe around high school, trying to figure out, you know, what do you want to, what do you want to go to school for? What do you want to be when you grow up? And I remember saying to my mother, you know what? I really want to help people with their like I want people to talk to me and I want to help them with their problems <laughs> and you know we were like okay maybe that's like a therapist or and then my mom actually said I think social work is a good feel for you know I'm not certain whether you know we you, maybe she saw that that would be a good profession or maybe um she just you know whatever reason it worked and it clicked because I was like well I think so, because I do want to help people. 
um, individually. I'm speaking as a, as a child when I say I do want to help with that voice. But all the other parts of social work, the empowerment, the social, the sociology aspects. So sociology became my minor. Family work, maternal work, children, um, all these themes um, that came, everything we do, every passion that we have is always connected to some part of ourself, something that we either need validated or we've had validated and we want to help in others. So um, I, I wanted to give people something that I wanted and needed or maybe I felt valuable for myself. And that is the connection between social work and this natural hair business for me. It also made sense because as a young child and anybody in my family would tell you, <laughs> very young, I had this really keen interest in hair. Doing hair, learning how to do it. I would spend hours teaching myself how to braid. I would ask my mother to do hair of the family members. I had more than average interest. So I decided hair has become a platform of healing. It has been significant in my life as I entered in, you know, I was in my 20s and entering into the workforce. It had become significant still to this very day um, and how I've maintained a backup income as well, and it became a prime income, how I've empowered myself, how empowering and continue to empower myself other and other women, particularly and a few men help create and utilize this skill as well for themselves to benefit themselves and their families. That is the theme. I say all that to say that every one of us, every one of us has gifts and talents. And it may not be as fleshed out, as clear. Um, I kind of knew very early on and I kind of started making making connections. I just walked walked into the walk of, you know what, this is what this is what's driving me. This is what interests me. This is what I'm going to do. I hope that this podcast um, and this platform can be of support for people, um, whether or not you are tuning in and you're, 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 you know, listening, you're identifying with, you're relating with, or you even come on the show. My plan is that I will have multiple people share their experiences. I always say as a social worker, I am community based. I don't like to just talk at, I like to talk with. I like people to have a voice. It is very empowering for us to have a voice, to speak. So you listening now may very well be a guest on here to share your voice and share your experience. I also do have a lot of uh, a lot to say, and I want to make the space comfortable to talk about things that need a space to talk about. And people who know me know I'm I'm pretty transparent. I've my model, my theme is that we um talking about what's uncomfortable, facing those things that aren't super pretty, um, is really what makes breakthroughs. And if anyone struggles with, you know, uh, a mis I call it misaligned mental mental health experience so sometimes we are uh depressed for periods of time or we go through something where we just don't feel emotionally balanced and we just need to recenter and get back into balance um you know that when you're off balance or you're going through something there's some stuff there that is not comfortable you start maybe facing things are dredged up sometimes about a lot of times or most times (laughs) about our childhoods 
about the experiences that we've had maybe in the past with other people and they don't feel good and they bring you to that space and you try to work through it. But anyone who's gotten through it knows the power that lies uh, that lies in voicing it and confronting it and talking about it. There is a lot of power in it. I always feel it doesn't serve anyone. Any, it doesn't serve any purpose or um, any higher purpose to for people to not acknowledge, not accept, or pretend like um, things are okay, things don't exist, to just sweep things under the rug. You know what happens when you sweep a lot of things under the rug? The rug becomes massive and it is now blocking. It is in the way and you just got something over it. It doesn't, it is now ugly. Um, it will never disappear. You process and then you release. It won't come back. It's released. But when we just stuff stuff away, what you'll get is a manifestation of a lot of disease mentally and physically. Um, and uh, so... If my platforms, if this podcast can become a space where we are learning or, or accepting of releasing and let, it, and let the ugliness is okay. There's, there's, there's duality in life. There's pretty, there's ugly, there's evil, there's good. <laughs> we all can't, we all, we all aren't just one. Life isn't just, when I see someone that I never seen get upset or never seem to be bothered by anything. They're just always extra chipper. I really want, I really worry. (laughs) I really worry. Either I worry that, (laughs) I, well, I don't worry. I I hope that they're able to express the other sides of the emotions in a healthy manner. Because what, what happens when we don't, it's like when you don't vent a pot, when you, it explodes. It explodes what ruins the pot got to release this pressure valve and let these things out there's a space to talk about everything even if you think it's horrible and disgusting and dirty and you'll be judged and that's one of the reasons why I feel a lot of people don't necessarily get all the help or all of the support um in in working through um it's because they're worried about being judged or they're worried about facing it or it's just very uncomfortable and they don't really want to express we're being trained in a society sometimes to not express emotion and it did like people there are some people that will run from you as soon as they see a tear like if you're like talking and then emotion kicks up oh no 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 no! don't cry don't cry don't cry I've heard that so many times and I would say don't cry what is she supposed to do with that emotion let her cry why if, if it makes us uncomfortable we need to wonder why too now obviously I'm not, I'm speaking rash. I'm, I'm, I'm saying in a rational environment, um, like, you know, people expressing emotion, but in, in, in places where it should be safe, someone needs a safe outlet to express emotion, to express that pain, to talk about that thing. You don't obviously want to sit, you know, in a random space and say, Hey everybody, I was raped as a child or Hey everybody, I was abused. No, but when you have a space and you know what, I can process this somewhere, somehow, and it, it's okay. That is key. Getting that processed, getting that supported in a healthy manner where you are better off for doing so um, and where um, you are strengthened by doing so. You don't want to um, 
do anything to your detriment where it's going to cause you more more pain for expressing the the other reason why I feel like having this podcast having this space is really important and how I would like to use this space is the power in sharing and hearing other people share that's so powerful when you know you're not alone when people you may admire even have told you of a dark space that maybe you are in or you once were in as well and you hear how they've become victorious how they've overcome challenges and you see them where they are today and you're like wow you know they're they're doing well they're high high functioning they're maybe way more emotionally balanced because let me tell you those dark experiences when you get through them successfully you now have tools you now have strength you now have experience that you will utilize to help you get through so much stronger to the point where what used to feel like an avalanche tumbling down upon you, it just feels like a little bit of a trickle on your foot. You're like, ah, you kick it away. You're like, okay, it's a little inconveniencing, but it's not going to take me down because now I either know how to navigate this. Now I know how to process my feelings about it. And when I hear other people share and, and talk about what they've been through, it feels so powerful um, and that is, that is one of the main, um, things that I would like to be able to continue. So I hope that you do join me in my podcast. Um, this is new for me. There may be a little bit of tweaks I may need to do. Um, but I'm super excited and hope that you tune in. We will We'll talk about various things and possibly even have you on to share your experiences. All right. Again, this is Jessica Marshall. This show is called Natural Mind Healing. And I will see you on the next show. Thank you. Bye.